At long last, after five billion light years, I, Lord Superquad from Galaxy 3550253, have landed on the planet they call Earth! <laughs> Prepare yourselves, Earthlings, for I have. Earthlings? Earthlings! Hello! I've come to fight you! Hey, alien fart! Haven't you heard? We're all quarantine! Welcome to Planet Supers! The place in cyberspace where I talk about all things super in my world and in yours. I am your earthling dork, Racine, and you are listening to the very, very, very first episode of this podcast. Yay! I don't have a lengthy introduction for myself because I feel like you're going to get to know me as this podcast goes on. But here are a few top line things. I am a writer in the Philippines. I work in advertising. I'm training to be a pro wrestler under the name Super P, a superhero in the making, hence the whole theme of this podcast and the name. I was guitarist for a band. We're not active anymore, but we do have one song on Spotify, so please give it a listen. Please look for The Meaningful Band. I have all sorts of projects and ideas that I never really finish because I hop from one project to another. And now I have a podcast, so let's see how long this lasts. On this episode, we are going to talk about the quarantine. I want to share a lot of the things that have happened since the time the COVID-19 pandemic hit us on a global scale and forced the Philippines and many, many other countries into lockdown. But first off, how are you? I mean, how have you been holding up? I realize you can't answer me back, but I hope you're thinking about your answer. Uh, We've been in lockdown for over six months now, and quite a lot has happened since then. So I want to share eight things that I found to be super during these months. And we're going to call this segment, it's going to be a regular segment, The Pee Break! The first P is programs. So I've been watching a lot of shows um, like Westworld, Cheer... Barry, Mindhunter, um, some of the things there I've already seen, but since my boyfriend hasn't, so we've been watching them together. Um, Tiger King for a bit, but then <laughs> that got annoying. Um, we've also been watching Total Bellas, so I'm really like fascinated <laughs> with the Bella Twins' lives. It's funny. Um, We also started watching Newsroom together. I've already finished it before, but then again, I wanted to introduce the whole series uh, to my boyfriend. It's the same thing with Glee, because I mean, most of my friends know I am a Gleek, so I finished like the whole thing, but uh, my boyfriend hasn't seen it, so I introduced it to him. But then, you know, it's funny when you're watching it for the second time around, things like hit you in a different way, especially now that um, you know, Cory Monteith is dead, and then recently Naya Rivera died, and also Mark Salling. Um, it just hits you in a different way now that um, I'm revisiting it, and 
it's also very timely because some of the things that they were going through in the series i'm going through right now so it's it's just different it's like emotional catharsis for me i know i've said it on facebook before and it's real i'm not exaggerating it really hits me in a different way another thing we've been watching is misfits but then uh we haven't finished that yet uh, we also finished watching Umbrella Academy Season 2 and that was really good. It was really fun. Um, I like the whole introduction of Lila as a character. Um, and it's really interesting what's going to happen next season now that, you know, they have the Sparrow Academy and all. Whoops, spoiler! Um, and recently, we have just finished watching two seasons of Cobra Kai. It's, it's fun, it's awesome, and it's I think it's cool because you get like younger people now more interested in karate um, and in the Karate Kid series um, and it's also nostalgic in a way because you know fans of the old Karate Kid series also are watching this show it so it brings like two different generations together which is really fun um, so please watch that so the second P is pedals for armor so this is the first solo album of my queen, Paramore frontwoman Haley Williams. So I don't know if an original Paramore fan would automatically be a fan of the genre or the style that Haley Williams is going for in this album. But yeah, please give it a listen. It's cool because I was listening to some of the interviews where Haley talked about the process of writing some of the tracks. Uh, and it stemmed from her bout with depression and healing and therapy and all of these things there are nice songs about loss about loneliness about anger just all these emotions written and produced like really beautifully so if you can't please listen to it my favorite tracks from there are cinnamon dead horse and leave it alone i love you queen Haley. the third p is personal progress so I have been in a really difficult mental health situation lately. We can talk more about that later, but I'm just trying to get better every day and I'm glad that I just have this really awesome support system in my friends, my college friends. We call ourselves the Ho-Dorks, so shout out to those guys. And um, I also have a really great support system in my boyfriend and my mom. My mom especially, I really miss her because we haven't seen each other since the quarantine lockdown started. Yeah, we've only been in touch through video calls. And you know, it makes it sad because I spent my birthday without her. She spent her birthday without me. It's a little sad, but um, it's necessary because I don't want to be the one who accidentally brings like a virus <laughs> into her home or something I, I might get her sick and i'm really worried about that so um staying away really is an act of love in that way so that's my mental health progress i'm also trying to be consistent with my physical progress i'm trying to be consistent with exercising uh, these days i've been focusing on building muscle and strength particularly in my upper body um last november i actually injured my knee so while training i i did a leapfrog and then i landed badly so my knee kind of shifted in some way and then after that the muscle surrounding my knees 
um just got weak i don't know it was just a bad stretch of a few months where i i had trouble walking i had trouble balancing and every time i would try to go to training my knee would act up it would hurt um but these days it's gotten a lot stronger particularly because i um i was doing some stretches that would help i did some yoga I did a lot of squats, <laughs> a lot of leg exercises, gentle ones at first, and then when things got better, when things felt better, I was doing a little more high impact ones. But while my my legs were healing, I just really focused on building my muscles in the upper body because I'm a stick man. I mean, I'm a I'm a really I'm a really thin stick, <laughs> but um, it helped when we bought some gym equipment not gym equipment but like home exercise equipment so right now at home we have a set of dumbbells with different plates for weights um, we have a barbell we have kettlebells uh, we also have resistance bands and most recently we have not recently though but the couple of months ago we bought a pull-up bar and that has done like wonders for my upper body especially my upper back you know that scene in one punch man where Jenos was asking him about a secret and then he said 100 push-ups 100 squats uh 100 sit-ups a day and then 10 kilometers of running um that's what i've been trying to do i've been doing cardio uh, and then 100 push-ups per day, 100 squats, 100 sit-ups. That has helped a lot. Um, but then after a while, I got used to it. So I started adding weights and stuff like that. Just more variations. But it's a good foundation for, you know, building strength. Since I'm trying to build muscle, that brings me to my fourth P, which is plant protein. So I've been consuming a lot of plant protein powder. Uh, I've been buying mine from a, a shop called the Superfood Grocer. So this is this online shop uh, where they sell vegan stuff. So they're selling chocolate flavored um, protein powder, which is really good. I've been using it and it's been helping me a lot in terms of boosting my protein intake so that I can grow some muscle another source of protein that i have is peanut butter so i i love peanut butter i eat it every day my breakfast every day is the same thing so it's one slice of toast whole wheat toast and then this really thick layer of peanut butter mm, on top and then i have six little slices of banana on it um, and then in the middle, I have either blueberries or raspberries, depending on what I have at home. It's just, it's just awesome. It's like my favorite thing in the world. I love breakfast. I love peanut butter. My fifth P is profession. So I mentioned earlier that I worked in advertising. Uh, and I've been focusing a lot on my work lately. Specifically because I switched jobs during the the lockdown the pandemic when the lockdown began i was employed in this pr agency but now uh it's september last month i i had to change jobs because of you know my financial situation right now i'm employed in a really nice ad agency it's been tough because there's a lot of work coming in surprisingly it's weird because it's it's a global health crisis and we're just making ads and stuff but it feels weird but I'm just really grateful right now that I have a job 
with a company that's doing really well and i don't know i i just feel fulfilled in terms of using my skills and my interests and my talents um when it comes to my job so my sixth p is projects <laughs> now i have all this time at home so why not spend it working on the projects that i keep coming up with and not continuing <laughs> one of the things i've done uh during this lockdown is reprint my zine how to be a superhero it's still for sale it's 350 pesos a pop what i used to do was i i, I would print it myself it's very diy so i would take some paper uh, I would use our printer, I'd buy lots of ink, and then I'd print it every page one by one by myself. I cut every page. I don't think my source of paper and ink was open <laughs> during the first part of the quarantine, so I just resorted to having it printed elsewhere. They're pretty good. Um, so I did that. I have like a few spare copies, so if you want to grab a copy of this uh you could just message me through facebook i also started a gaming stream on twitch which is funny because i i'm not a gamer just so happens that my boyfriend has a ps4 now we've been playing like lots of games my favorite so far is one little big planet i know it's an old game but you know i don't play games so it's the first time i've actually played it uh, recently, we played Marvel's Avengers, which is a really cool game because uh, you get to play as Kamala Khan. And she's my favorite Marvel character. She's my favorite comic book character. I just love her. I just pegged my whole Super P look and character based on her. I don't know. I, it, it's just nice to be able to play uh, a character that you really admire. I sound so dorky. There's also this fun game called I Am Bread. It's so frustrating, man. You play as a slice of bread and it's so hard to move. The controls are really difficult, but it's fun because it's just so ridiculous. So that's what I've been doing so far. And now I'm adding a podcast to my long list of projects that I may or may not finish. My seventh P is protection. So the thing about this pandemic is it created this whole ritual that we now do when we leave and when we come home when we leave we have to make sure that we're wearing our face masks our face shields uh, sometimes i bring rubber gloves sometimes i bring uh, a bottle of alcohol i have I, I take my vitamins um, and then when we come home we, we just have to mop the floor disinfect everything disinfect ourselves it's just mentally exhausting very much necessary so that we can keep ourselves safe. And my final P is peer connections. So this lockdown has made us feel more isolated than ever. I make it a point to reach out to my loved ones and people who need help through private messages because I think during these times, it's really, really important to stay connected. So sometimes we do Zoom calls with my friends, my college friends. Um, and like I said, I call my mom every day on Facebook. I think it's just really important to have these connections because we we haven't seen each other in a while and it's easy to feel hopeless, it's easy to feel lonely, and you don't have any human connection to share that with. But 
you know, just with a call, just by asking how someone is, even through chat, it does wonders for everyone's mental health during these tough times. So those were the eight things that I found to be super during these past months. The pee break! I've learned a lot of significant lessons uh, during this quarantine period. But before I talk about what I learned, I want to share what others have learned. So on my Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash planet super podcast, I asked, what is the biggest lesson you've learned since the quarantine began? Here are some of your answers. So Bhavna Thakur, a good friend of mine, she says, mental and emotional well-being takes work, particularly in times of chaos. Now, I know everyone is having a hard time taking care of themselves these days, not just physically, but also mentally. But we need to do that in order to survive if we want to face these tough times and come out in one piece. I know it's hard, but we have to keep trying. Charles Lagasso says, being grown up isn't half as fun as growing up. And that's a song from the Ataris. Martin Vicentro says, damn, I didn't know I could get guests for the Zoom, uh, for the show <laughs> via Zoom. Yay, got other realizations, but that's it for today. So Martin has his own podcast called Jobber Talk, for those of you who don't know. Um, my wrestling coach. Uh, Mark Gabriel Havellana says, If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else? And he used the RuPaul gif for this, so that's nice. In another comment, he says, Just do whatever the fork you want to do as long as you're having fun and you're not hurting anybody else. And I hope I'm not hurting anybody else with this podcast. My other coach, Romeo Moran, has his own podcast uh that's the wrestling wrestling podcast um and he says it's okay to let go a little bit because this situation's got us all down ace victor says adulting plus being a child at heart equals fun that's a nice equation ronnie guanlao has three answers so the first one is it is okay not to be okay and learning to acknowledge that you really need help that's true that's why therapy is there it's very important for us to have someone to talk to about all our emotions and all our mental health problems number two learn to appreciate what you currently have and that's something the world is forcing us to realize nowadays now that we're just here at home and we are taking a good look at what we have in our lives because they could all be gone in a sec uh, as this pandemic has proven to us number three it is not true that you can save more money when you go out less. Shout out to Lazada, Food Panda, Shopee, and all the other companies that are taking our cash <laughs> during this quarantine. Giselle Paraan, who is my grade school classmate, says there are so many challenges and it can get overwhelming. Peer support makes it easier. Learning to deal with stuff one at a time. And that's true because I would not have gotten through any of these previous months if it weren't for my friends and my family. Rex Aquila says, one, always take care of yourself. And two, basics beat sickness. So that's hygiene, the right food, and exercise. My boyfriend, M. Cruz, says a super comfy chair works wonders and that's true because we bought this big butt yellow chair that's really soft really comfortable 
Um, it even has its own built-in massage function uh, where you plug it in via USB and it just massages your back. It's really good. Totally worth the money. And lastly, Maggie Francisco, hey, she says it's totally normal to feel whatever it is you're feeling because this is uncharted territory. Acknowledging the situation is the first step to moving forward. And as much as you want to be able to take care of other people, you need to be able to take care of yourself. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So boom, ultimate lesson. Alright, thank you so much for answering my question. Now time to get into the meat of this episode. What I learned during quarantine. So what super effect has the quarantine had on my world? Okay, one of the biggest lessons is that being stuck at home doesn't really bother me as much as I think it should. It's weird because I don't really miss going outside and I only leave the house when it's absolutely necessary. Like I have to do something at the bank or I have to go to the hospital for something or if um, I have to pick something up only when it's necessary. I've been thinking about why I'm feeling this way and I think it comes down to how my childhood went. Like I'm an only child. I grew up in Saipan which is this really quaint island in the Pacific. It has a lovely beach and all but I wasn't the type of kid whom you'd see outside. In fact I rarely ever played outside. Instead I would stay in my room and I'd write a ton of weird kitty poems and fanfics and short stories. I was like five when I started writing these things. I'd write silly songs on my fake guitar. I'd draw really badly and obviously none of that has improved. Uh, I'd make up all these nice stories with my Barbies and then act them out. Uh, I'd read books, watch TV, fangirl over something fangirl over Pokemon or Rugrats or Sailor Moon. Um, Just all of these things indoors. But the funny thing is I felt free. I felt like I had my own little world that I was moving in and I felt a lot more free than the few times that I ever got to play outside with the other kids. And oddly enough, Being stuck at home in 2020 has taken me back to those days. These days, I feel like I'm more free. I'm free to do more, to create more, to do my own thing. My own little world once again. But of course, I don't live alone. I live with my boyfriend, but then he leaves me alone to do my own thing. I am fortunate enough to have this work from home arrangement, but more on that later. Again, I I do recognize that others have it worse. Others really need to get out and do what they need to do to survive. And others have suffered from this. So I'm consciously trying not to revel in all this me time and whatever sort of freedom I feel. And lend some of my time to people who need my help. Especially my loved ones. Because it's tough. The second lesson that I say i've learned over this period is that it's really difficult to work from home when you know that there's a global health crisis right outside your window it's like this meme uh where you see this girl typing and then there's like this big giant blob behind her with the word deadline on it and then it's just there lurking 
right behind her. It's just mentally exhausting knowing uh, that that's our situation. It's also like uh, the meme of the dog. It's fine. There's just like this big fire around him. So like I said, I work from home. We're not essential laborers or anything. We're not frontliners. We just make ads and campaigns and stuff. And in marketing, uh, funny enough, it's business as usual. But it's not. It's not business as usual. People are getting sick and dying all over the world. And... Sometimes I feel like I'm evading it in a way and that brings me so much anxiety like how long is it gonna be this way? How are we gonna fix it? And then I realize I can't fix it at least not on my own because I don't have a cure and this whole thought process is just I don't know it's tiring it's mentally exhausting and you have to set aside time and brain cells for work on top of all that. Well, I hit a really rough patch a couple months ago when there was an issue in the wrestling promotion I was training with. So take that and then add the pandemic and it was my last few weeks at my old job. It just drained the duck out of me. And I felt like something was taking my life away, taking our lives away, all of us. These days though, I am feeling better, I'm less anxious, I don't have as many anxiety attacks or bouts of depression as I did like a few months ago. But that's because I took something back. I think that's a perfect segue to my third lesson which is now that people are living all their lives online, some have gotten meaner. And I think it's because you have this screen as your barrier, whether it's your phone or your computer. And oftentimes, the mean things people say online, most likely they don't say it to your face or they can't say it to your face. And I'm not just talking about celebrities, I'm talking about ordinary people. Last month, before my birthday, I posted this long thing on Facebook where I touched on, you know, subtle bullying and cyberbullying. Um, particularly relational aggression. Um, I was subtweeted at, thrown potshots at online because of an issue that my boyfriend was involved with. But I won't go into detail, um, maybe some other episode if ever, but people got really mean. And the funny thing is, I think, you know, they've, these people who were mean Um, They've been doing that within their circle for a really long time now, like for a year or so. I had a feeling, but I could never confirm anything because, you know, it's not overt. Um, That's the thing about subtle bullying or what they call like relational aggression. It's like gossiping, it's rumor spreading, it's ostracizing. You just don't feel it, but you know it's there. So anyway, I had a feeling they were doing it before, but now it's the only time that these people were doing it so blatantly in public because it's just online and we're not really seeing each other for a long time. Um, And I'm not the only one. He's not the only one. We're not the only ones. Other people I know have experienced it as well. And it, it, it hurts. Like, what do you gain from it? What do you gain from making someone miserable or wanting to kill themselves? What do you gain from ruining someone's life? Especially during these times. These are really hard times. 
Which brings me to my fourth lesson, which is kindness is a superpower for survival. You know how they say only the toughest people survive? But I think for us to survive all of this, you have to be kind. You have to let kindness and understanding be your guiding principle these days. You have to listen, you have to check in because now that humanity is so disconnected, kindness is the only thing that can really keep us together. It, it just goes a long way. Like a simple hello or say, I'm checking in. That can really help brighten someone's day no matter what they're going through. And we are actually going through a lot all over the world. And even though there are so many problems these days, I think it's important to remember my lesson number five, and it's stay positive. There's this movie I like called Gravity. I'm sure you know it. And it's it's just Sandra Bullock, the whole movie, just trying to get back to Earth. <laughs> um, during the first few minutes of the movie, she and George Clooney are trying to fix something. And then somehow they get untethered to their spaceship. And then it's just the whole movie, Sandra Bullock just floating in space, trying to get to a ship, trying to fix a ship, and then trying to land back on Earth. And for a time, for the entire duration of the movie, you're kind of like, man, she's gonna die out here. Or it feels hopeless, it feels lonely, it feels empty um, because there are all these bad things happening and she's just alone. Like, there's no one there to help her. It's just her. She eventually lands on Earth. And I think that's like one of my biggest sources of inspiration these days. No matter how, how long it feels that you're just floating here, that we're just stuck here, in this whole quarantine and this pandemic even though it feels hopeless like you're just gonna be stuck in this black hole forever you just have to keep moving you just have to swim in space you just have to keep finding that ship fixing that ship just float do everything you can you just keep moving even though you don't know if there's gonna be an earth to land on just keep moving and that to me is positivity it's not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and just ignoring everything that's negative it's acknowledging how dark and ugly the tunnel you're in is and just keep going anyway even though you can't see the light even though you're not sure if there's a light at all at the end or if there's an end to it you just keep going that to me is true positivity Thank you for joining me on this episode. I know that there have been some questions that I wasn't able to answer in this episode. I'm sorry, but um, I'll try to answer them in the next one. So until next time, stay out of this world, stay super. Like and subscribe.